again, updates you with the with these injuries. Uh, Alan Barbary again with his hamstring. Um, uh, we're still we're still on a weekly basis with him. Uh, won't practice today. Uh, Terrence Brooks also has the hamstring. He will not uh, practice. Uh, Brent Selleck, who, uh, as I mentioned on Monday, has the rib. Uh, we're going to hold him <clears throat> today, but should be good for the game. And then Camus, same thing with his hamstring. Uh, we'll uh, we'll hold him from practice. Everybody else will be good good to go. Do you have a roster move yet? Uh, not yet. Well, what's the hold up there? You have someone here for the. Practice? Well, we got we got some guys. You know, we're we're evaluating. Uh, uh, on our practice squad, I mean, you know, I mean, you, you know, Paul Turner, you know, Aaron Grind. We got some guys that we're, we're just kind of, you know, we don't have to make a move right now. You know, there's there's no hurry. Jason Kelsey has. I don't know that, but the, the, we're looking at those guys though right now. Jason Kelsey has been in the sort of the mix on a couple of failed plays, sort of out in space. So it's easy to see him not getting the job done in that moment. How has he played, especially the last couple of games, and how much do you think his sort of lingering foot? issue, if at all, has affected that play? Well, first of all, I don't think the foot has been an issue. Um, uh, he's, he's still playing at a, at a, at a, at a high speed. Um, he's obviously the, the kind of the glue of that, that offensive line. He makes all the calls. He and Carson are on the same page. Um, you know, the last couple of weeks, he's really, uh, he's really played, he's played well. I mean, you know, he, he, he's probably not the, um, as far as the, the, the size, I mean, I'm probably not the biggest guy in the world, but he gets by with his smarts and athleticism, and, and he's a very tough individual. And so these last couple of weeks, he's, he's really settled into the, to, to playing that center spot. As far as that intelligence going, making the right calls and having a rookie quarterback, <coughs> is that amplified when you have a rookie quarterback, knowing that Jason Kelsey has that kind of intangible skill set? I think as a rookie quarterback, you, you, re, you rely on him you know, as a veteran center. Uh, to make some of the calls and the protection, but the one thing with Carson, he he and uh, uh, Jason do a do a great job during the week of watching film together, so that they're making the same calls together and they're seeing the same thing. So they they've been on the same page that way, which is uh, which is unique to have a rookie quarterback and a veteran center to be uh, as as tight as they are uh, in in making these calls during the game. Doug, you talked Monday about uh, not. <coughs> The danger in trying to have Carson think that he has to do too much, having him do too much. So this week you've got the most prolific offense in the NFL coming up against you. They're going to score points. It, that doesn't seem to be an ideal situation to kind of move things off of Carson's shoulders. It, he's going to have to do an awful lot for you to win this week, right? Yeah, I mean, he's going to have to continue to make, uh, you know, make the plays that are there to be made. Uh, but at the same time, I think, uh, I think your run game, uh, becomes a little more important in games like this. I think, uh, you know, um, yeah, you're right. Atlanta's offense is, is uh, you know, one of the top offenses in the National Football League, obviously, and they're playing extremely well. So anytime you can sort of play keep away and, and time of possession and things like that um, can, can help you. Um, you know, uh, does it work out that way all the time? No, it doesn't. But uh, those are those are things that uh, um, as we put our game plans together and, and the personnel and everything we look at, you know, we take into that consideration. Go with the midpoint of the season. I'm wondering, what do you think some of the most important things that Carson has learned about life in the NFL through sort of eight games? I think, I think one is, you know, learning, learning the speed of the game. Um, I think he also learns that uh, each game is different. It's unique, uh, has its own set of circumstances. Um, I also think he, he realizes how hard it is to win in the National Football League. Uh, and when you do win, 
uh, how rewarding it is um, due to the fact of the preparation that goes into uh, the week. <clears throat> um, I think, too, he's learning, learning situational football a little bit, you know, uh, where, where maybe in college you, you don't have to consider as much uh, of that, where here it's, it's everything. And um, uh, it can, it can uh, uh, really, really uh, affect you uh, offensively. So he's learning about situations and, and um, you know, just, uh, just how, to, how to manage everything. He's done a, one thing he has done well is, is the things that we've asked him to do from managing our offense during the game. He's, he's handled extremely well. And so from that standpoint, um, you know, very comfortable going forward with uh, the things he's learned and the things we've been able to give him, you know, going, going forward in the next eight weeks. Carson threw Doriel Green back four times in the end zone, and only one of those passes was able to get a hand on. What were you able to assess when looking at the film and talking to both of them? What was the disconnect there that they weren't even remotely close to? Yeah, you know, those are, those are situational things where uh, we need to <clears> – <throat> You know, as coaches and myself, we need to make sure that they're working those things in practice, those types of routes in practice, whether it be a back shoulder throw or, or a fade over the top throw, putting our guys in, in, those, uh, in those unique situations uh, to, to be able to handle that during the game. Some of it is uh, just, just those two, again, just working together. I mean, that's the bottom line. Um, understanding the leverage of the defender, uh, whether I need to make that back shoulder throw or I can throw it over the top, or if it's covered, I, I, I look for my second and third you know, option on the, on the route. So uh, again, continue to, uh, as coaches, we continue to, to teach it. I teach it. Uh, I teach it in a way that's understandable, and uh, we, try to, we try to correct it during the week. Any challenges does um, Matt Ryan, you know, Julio Jones kind of present well, obviously, they're both playing extremely, uh, <clears throat> extremely well right now, and, and uh, Matt's—he's uh, uh, done an outstanding job this whole season. Uh, just he, he, the way he's allowing the game itself just to kind of come to him and let things unfold. They, you know, they—they they may not start out necessarily fast, but they gain that momentum as the game goes on, and <clears throat> and they're making play after play, and it just shows up on on film. But you know, it's one of those deals where, um, you know. Kind of like the Pittsburgh game, whether you whether you try to double the guy or you put, uh, you know, we know sometimes he's probably going to be singled up. Um, you know, Matt's uh, extremely smart and he, he's playing uh, he's playing well that way, understanding matchups. And the other thing too is he, he's he's not always having to look for for Julio. He's got other weapons on that offense that, that he's utilizing, and and that's what's making that team explosive right now. So when, you guys struggle, when you guys have struggled the way you have over the last month. As a coach with a rookie quarterback, how important and how challenging is it for you guys to keep things positive? That you know we are a good football team. A lot of players, yourself, even Carson has, has spoken in the last couple of days about we are still a good football team. How much, how important is that message going forward here this week? Well, that, that's important to the entire football team, not only just to the quarterback position, but again, I you know I, I evaluate myself more than anything, and uh, I want to make sure that I'm. I'm presenting that message of, of positiveness, of, of uh, you know, bringing the energy, bringing the juice every day. And, and at the same time, I also want to make sure that, that, that I'm doing my part in, in teaching the offense when, when we get a chance to teach and, and to where the guys can understand. And if they have questions, we have answers for them. And, and so that obviously starts with me, and, and uh, you know, I'm very critical of that. But at the same time, I want to make sure that the message is positive. We still are, and I truly believe we're still a good football team. And, uh, you know, eight games to go. We'll see what happens. When you're preparing for, for Atlanta, obviously Carson Wentz is focused on the defense. But is there any 
thing he can take away from from seeing Matt Ryan play? From I mean, is there in terms of development as a yeah, young player? Yeah, I, I think I, I think guys like Matt Ryan and and you know Ben Roethlisberger and Flacco and these guys that are, that are seasoned veterans, even Brady and you know Breeze and all these guys that have had. had are having good careers and, and great careers. I think I think as as quarterbacks, we we tend to look at those guys and we study and we don't want to become that person, obviously. But at the same time, we want to see how how they handle game situations, how they manage the game, how they utilize their personnel on offense, and and, and just just see see how that person operates. And and uh, I believe it's a little bit harder, obviously, in season to do that. Uh, it's a little easier out of season. But um, yeah, I think as quarterbacks, we we tend to try to look at those guys that are having success and see see how they're doing it. Stop here. You faced him two or three times, I think. Um, what have you seen on tape now this year? Matt Ryan, I'm talking about. What have you seen in terms of his development, you know, technically as a passer? Yeah, the one thing, I mean, just he's very mechanically sound. The ball's out on time and, and rhythm throws. And, you know, um, <clears throat> that's that's the key. And, and of course, his guys are, are, are creating space for him, you know, in the, in the back end, and they're getting open. He's utilizing his backs and tight ends, true. Um, which are very effective for him. Play action pass, obviously, the run game. I mean, there's a lot of things that factor into a quarterback's success, but he's allowing that stuff to kind of happen and take place. And then you see his games um, <clears throat> go on, like like the one, you know, Tampa Bay game. It just, everything just sort of sort of clicking. And it just, you know, kind of, for them offensively, it just snowballs and they gain, they gain momentum. Getting back to these Carson's mandates, 43 and 27 passes, is that the direction this offense is? Um, yeah, no, I mean, I, you, you, I don't necessarily would like to drop the, any quarterback back that many times, you know. Um, again, it goes back to being able to run the football and, and, uh, and, and kind of hanging your hat there first and then the play action stuff. And um, So, no, to answer the question, I, I wouldn't like to see it. I, but I've also said, too, that sometimes we're going to have to do that. We also put ourselves in a little bit of a bind, you know, these last couple of games. So the passing game kind of catches you up a little bit. But... You know, still, still want to stick within the game plan, manage it that way, and and uh, you know, use that run game to your advantage. Getting back to DGB for a moment. When he talks about improving the offense and in um, in a sense of improving over the past two division losses, what are your biggest takeaways to fix and change offensively to hopefully come out with a win against Atlanta? You know, the one thing that I look at, um, I, I want to make sure that 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 things are are are. Uh, we're not doing too much. We're not, as coaches, we're not asking our players to do too much uh, during the game. I also want to make sure that, that I'm, I'm putting our guys in the right situations, making good decisions, um, calling the right plays at the right time, you know, and, and, and evaluating myself that way. Again, it, it starts with me, and, and I want to make sure that I'm, I'm holding myself accountable as well as the players. And, and um, you know, it's just a matter of, of, of just doing that and, and then, and then if we got to scale back on a game plan and, and keep things simple for our players, we're going to do that too and, and make sure that they can play fast. Getting back to DGB for a moment, is he using his size and strength effectively? Is that something he has to learn? I, maybe, I, I just see. Again, yeah. Yeah. Right. And he's, he's a young player. He's a young player. He's also learning. You know, again, remember we got him late in the late in the deal here, so so he he's he's been kind of behind. Uh, the teaching curve, uh, you know, he hasn't had a full off season yet uh, under our under our system. So, you know, uh, so we got to again, it, it falls back. You know, we, we got to make sure that we're doing the right things, putting him in the right right situations, um, 
you know, understanding his strengths. He's a great slant runner. He's a he's a, a an in cut guy, um, big and powerful, and, and just want to keep developing his talent because I think he can be a dynamic receiver. How do you teach that? How do you teach a, a big guy to learn how to use his size better? I think I think it goes back to the 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 quarterback question when when you're watching guys like Matt and Ben and these guys. I think as receivers, you look at guys like Julio Jones, you look at the Antonio Browns of the world, and you look at guys that are that are you know go back and look at the tos and and study them and and see exactly how how they run routes i think i think but again we're in season it's a little bit harder to do that so we just have to continue to as coaches just teach it every day and and uh you know the 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 you know, I, I tell the guys all the time, I mean, you can't substitute the, the hard work and preparation, and that's part of the preparation and getting yourself ready to go. Carson didn't have much luck with the, the zone reads he ran uh, Sunday. What are you seeing? I mean, was it just JPP a lot of times making great reads? Well, he, he's, he's obviously a great defensive end, and, and some, some of it is, uh, you know, again, it goes back to the quarterback, you know, trying to, trying to do a little bit too much and just allowing the run game to happen. Some of it's that. Um, and, and, you know, again, we, uh, as coaches, uh, we have to make sure that we're teaching that right and make sure that he's seeing the right things. And, and so falls, uh, falls on us to make sure our guys are prepared that way. Thanks guys.